six years earlier in the Luftwaffe. <laughs> Gave a speech at the open. The Luftwaffe. He was an Air Force scientist? Yes. I don't know. That's just what I've heard. But still, he was there at Disneyland. Holding a fucking Mickey Blue and eating a pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me think how many other Nazis were there. That weren't reported. How many, ever could be? How many escaped Nazis have been to a Disney park? Hey, well, we're recording, so. Oh. <laughs> well. Oh, well, well, Max died um, to us. He's dead. So we replaced him with Tyler, the guy that does all of our um, artwork. <laughs> Nothing else. Because I fucking slacked on it. It's fine. We don't need a theme song. Yeah, yet. it's fine. One day, though. Yeah, probably. We're going we're gonna to lock you in this room until there's a theme song. <laughs> I'm not actually dead. No, Max is alive I'd like well. to clarify for the Shorter audience. Shorter than ever. <laughs> I like that you played along long enough, though. Just long enough for my mom to call me when she listens. Max, I heard you died. <laughs> Should I send these pictures of my kitten to Tyler? 30 seconds later, never mind, I heard more. <laughs> now you're just dead to me. Uh, well, we're all here to talk about something very special, and that is Tyler's Intervention. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we're doing this to you live on air. Okay, well, let's get into it then. What are we intervening on? Um, all I the, forgot to read my notes. Uh, obviously, he's a sex addict. I mean, just look at him. That's look at true. This, look at this room. Could you describe Tyler for um, the audience? Uh, seven foot eight, dark complexion. Um, Nah, he's like five foot something, he's white, he has a fun haircut. He has a hey. he has like a very McElroy-esque face, I would say. That or maybe what? I'm just saying that because I know you enjoy them, but that's you fair. Know. That's fair. You could you could pass as a step McElroy. <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about Macklemore. Oh no. no. I mean it is a Macklemore haircut and all things. Yeah, the, the Macklemore-roy. I'm sorry. Okay, Nick has died and uh, <laughs> we're continuing on without him. Oh, rip. Before we talk about what we're actually here to talk about, I'd like to pitch to the audience my joke of the week. <laughs> I've pitched it to both of you separately, and neither of you know this. Um, I'm going to join the Wu-Tang Clan. It is canon. I am doing it. I think I'm going to ace the interview, and I'm really excited. They're nothing to fuck with, and that's what I look for in an organization. What? Cash rules everything around me. I get it. I get okay, what well, they're saying. Do... Me and Method Man would be friends. I'm just saying it. <laughs> Right, but uh, we're not necessarily looking for friends. So, what is it that you can bring to the clan? I mean, I can I can lay down a sick beat. I can do most of alphabetical aerobics. Go on, let's hear one. Oh, I beat it up! Uh, you want your joke of the week? The <laughs> I thought it was so dumb, and I told you how dumb it was, and now you're doing it here on a fucking recording. Oh my god! Um, artificial. I already messed it up. Artificial amateurs aren't at all amazing. Analytically, I assault and animate things broken barriers bounded by the bombings. Buildings are basically... I don't know. What but, is this podcast? <laughs> this is it, Tyler. Have you never listened? This is what we do. Okay, we're here to talk about... <laughs> only Jur with worse audio. Jurassic Park! Finally! It only <gasps> took us eight months to get to the best we Lord We did it. We heard you. Everything I got a text. From my sister, From today, not three hours ago, <laughs> that said, hey, when are you guys going to do Jurassic Park? Well, and tell I said, your about sister three hours. right now. Yeah, yeah, I did. Good. 
yeah, we're here. We're here. We're... I'll text her now. We're yeah, recording. Yeah. Just, yep, we're, we're doing recording. It. Shut the fuck up and let me work. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, my roommate texted me and asked if our basement was flooded, and I realized I have no idea. <laughs> oh, I left a fun thing for my roommate. Um, your I, I did your a, roommate, I did a mean your, thing. Um, handicapped roommate. Yes. What did you do to this poor crippled my, man? My physically disabled roommate. Yes. Um, I woke up this morning and realized that the freezer had been left ajar. I assume it was because of that's me. How, because uh, I got that's some. How, that's how SpongeBob got the suds. Oh, good. Yeah. Maybe he <laughs> might get the suds. Did you put his um, crutches in the freezer to teach him a lesson? No, no, no. I merely <laughs> closed it, knowing that I'm going out of the ta- out of town for an extended period of time tomorrow, mm-hmm. to just leave him to kind of deal with it without any mention from me, which isn't a very nice thing to do. <laughs> yeah, because But probably he doesn't all... listen to the pod. There you go. That's probably all frozen. In the... It's a winter wonderland. And that'll learn him something, that he should listen to this podcast. Yep. <laughs> lesson learned. When he gets botulism... Oh, oh man. Okay. okay, so Jurassic Park, my favorite movie as a child. I wore through a VHS tape. I watched it too young, and I think it really gave me a distrust for lawyers early on. And I just loved it. It was my favorite movie. I love watching those dinosaurs eat those poor innocent people. Except for Newman, who wasn't innocent, but we'll get there. We'll get to it. So yeah, episode 21, Jurassic Park. Where do you guys want to start? The beginning? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we don't need to, like, provide much background for this film, Um, given that it was the highest grossing film ever at the time. (laughs) Proceeds to give background. Based based off of the the titular novel by Michael Crichton, (laughs) who I think is kind of a nutso libertarian. Oh, yeah. R.I.P.? Question R.I.P.? Yeah, the Andromeda stream got him. uh, I watched the movie. Now, had, you had, guys. You, had you seen this film before? Yeah, I mean, but I hadn't seen it in years, question mark, probably, and boy howdy were some things surprising. I feel like I dust off my letterbox VHS copy about every two months. <laughs> Keep myself fresh. I, I have uh, Xfinity, <laughs> that's uh... what I watched it through. <laughs> I recall the little AMC logo at the bottom, right hand corner. <laughs> Um, God, what did I say was surprising? Um, the, the intro being everybody getting murdered, or rather, the that one, one guy. guy. Yeah, that took but me aback, like, too. It's, it's aggressive. Why? Like, out the gate, 100%, here are dinosaurs, aggressive. Maybe I'm confused, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but they had the dinosaur scene at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Guy killed by dinosaurs, sure. After that scene, Secret Agent Man delivers dinosaur embryos. Is that like a time switch? Or or did they already have them and they're making more now? They're like, making what? more. Okay. Those are, I, as you'll recall later in the film, where he steals the embryos. Yeah, yeah. Right, that was just getting the materials to do that. Okay. And something I realized is actually, um, I'm just going to keep calling him Newman. Yeah, he's Newman. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Newman, um, him getting the canister happens pretty much the entire same day as most of the rest of the film. Really? So, like, he gets them and goes back to the island, and that's the same day where um, Attenborough, John, whatever his yeah. name is, goes <laughs> to <laughs> tell them, like, hey, come to my fucking theme park, and then they go right away. So, like, a good chunk of the movie is one day. <laughs> 
basically. And the <laughs> next day is wow. when they leave. Like, it's, it's that, crazy to think about. Yeah. Jesus, that's fucking... That's like D&D rules. The, the film was actually like, made in real time. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, it was all one shot. It was, oh, man. Wow. Critically acclaimed. Real dinosaurs, too. Yeah, um, there's actually a uh, an affront to God clause that Universal has, <laughs> where you're allowed to clone anything you want, but you have to kill it as soon as filming is done. <laughs> dinosaurs, all those weird little guys from the Grinch. The, the ASPCA's about it. The Hugh Jackman clones yeah. and the Prestige. They just filmed that part. Yeah, you gotta fucking knock those things oh, out. We God. can't have them getting loose. Um, yeah, so those things were all uh, jarring to me at the top end because I think I remember from being a kid the the dinosaur parts, you know, the the main beats, the... The, the shaky taking off of the glasses to look at the long right. um the the T-Rex the doing the water yeah and, and and killing people and whatnot the the clever girl but like man rage and carnage in the first 30 seconds boy wasn't ready for it yeah in fact I'm only re-watching that I remember how scared I was out of the gate because of that as like a first grader or whatever it might have been i've just got three quick things about this opening first of all that australian guy imagine your job as professional dinosaur hunter that guy has it made like he his paycheck says professional dinosaur hunter that's bananas second of all the guy that dies is a man of color and i in these times in these trying times i don't know if that'd be okay is that right? But there, that dinosaur. Do you was think the precious. dinosaur was racist? <laughs> yes, I do. Is that what you're getting at? Maybe we don't even know what kind of dinosaur it was. It was right? a. I we do know it was raptor? a Velociraptor. How do we know that? Because we know. Because it wasn't you can, a T-Rex. You can see its face. They film it, and I'm pretty yeah. sure they do mention it okay. at some point in the opening. Because it wasn't and a T-Rex. Also, it was tiny. something that will come back multiple times in the movie is that um the professional dinosaur hunter whose name I forget. He is saying, shoot her, shoot her, but they don't. And that is the thing that reoccurs. Like, John's pretty much prime directive is you are not to kill any dinosaurs right. under any circumstances. John, of course, being the uh, Being uh, the David Attenborough's man. brother. Yes. The rich man in white. Richard Attenborough's brother. I don't know. <laughs> rich man matter. in white. Good, because I didn't know his name was John, and I watched his movie like, fucking yesterday. <laughs> when his own grandchildren are within an inch of getting their asses eaten by dinosaurs... <laughs> He's like, don't shoot them. Save my investment. He's screaming into a phone. Don't shoot. (laughs) But we'll get to how he ruined his grandchildren's lives Just let me know when you're ready for Max's anti-capitalist screed, (laughs) and then just tap me in. If you want to get a little pro-capitalist real quick, if you watch Jurassic World, the first in the new trilogy of movies, there is a brief cameo by one Mr. James Buffett. Huh. He's carrying two margaritas as, um... Bird dinosaurs swooped down and tried to grab Taurus. I'm so glad I haven't seen that film. Oh. And Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> it really is. You know a, he's a doctor. She's what? He <laughs> was, stop that. He you was stop given, that right he now. He was given a well, not like a medical doctor, but he <laughs> was given like a real like he did no, it on the side. No, no, he was given like an honorary doctorate from a from a university. So he's Doctor James from Buffett. like University of Central Florida, University of Margaritaville. No, that's a joke. <laughs> no, that's a real thing. <laughs> Fucking hope not. Um, anyway. Um, actually, he just did the music to help pay for his doctorate, but the music wound up paying <laughs> off more, so. You know, I, I actually did something on the side to pay for college. I stripped under the name uh, Malcolm Sex. Is that a Malcolm doctor? Joke? I, yeah, we're going <laughs> to let that one marinate in uh, the ether for a second. It's all just be quiet. <laughs> Soak it in. Think about how bad that was. 
Alrighty, so the dinosaur's there, and we go to near Snakewater in Badlands, Montana. Yeah, I thought it was very funny that just big title, Badlands. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And then it says near Snakewater. And you were like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, <laughs> thank now, you for the clarification. Now I have some context. Oh, man. So yeah, we got and this, this is where they're. This is where they're. This they're... is where Wit Headford comes up. Is is that true? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're the one with the notes. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, that's the name of the kid that Sam Neil traumatizes. Anybody want to go in on that for me? I... So, so we get our introduction to Laura Jern and Sam Neil, who are of course doctors she is a paleobotanist and he is an archaeologist of some sort um specializing in dinosaur i've got some i've got some thoughts about that uh they they again skipping ahead because we're all over the place with this he they're they dig up dinosaurs they're in the bone field Cha-ching. They are boners. <laughs> they... Archaeology, the one sure path to riches. <laughs> um, then later, they they suddenly can read the dinosaurs who they did not think to be alive apparently earlier this morning. Um, <laughs> no, that was the day before. Later that it's, day, it's... they're like, oh, she's sick. Like, how the fuck do you know? You're a bone man. Like, you're dirt and fossils. But anyway, continue. Hey, man, they train you for that. Sure. <laughs> you never know. If you meet them, you can be a vet now. <laughs> oh, man. I gotta say, multiple times in this movie, there's a lot of, like, great cool uncle moves. And I think the him, like threatening that child with a giant dinosaur arm knife is definitely like a cool uncle move. Like at the time you would have been freaked out, but later you'd be like, Sam Neill's a cool uncle. No, I don't think so. I think that kid would really, would really like, that would be a seminal moment when he, (laughs) are you dinosaurs forever? No, 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 not even that. Are you saying he came? When he, (laughs) yo. So when he grows up, um, he if, if he grows up, <laughs> it's suffers extreme agoraphobia, sort of without even knowing it, recognizing it for what it is for years. Why is he going to be afraid of Al Gore for years? Of this? And he, he finally. Sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> that just came up. Such a terrible joke. Oh my god, Nick's <laughs> comedy career fucking launching in this episode. Please, Max, continue. <laughs> And then only after a failed marriage and the creeping agoraphobia does he finally go to a therapist and slowly, traumatically uncovers this one moment that he had, in fact, put out of his brain, uh, which is when the archaeologist scared the shit out of him as a young boy. Uh, He literally shits his pants. You can see it on screen. They capture his face. Um, But Sam Neill is so, so aggressively, they they want you to know he does not like children. This is like child abuse is what he And then we brought it up when the three of us were watching it. Uh, uh, He verbally abuses this kid and basically... Um, suggests that a raptor will eviscerate, (laughs) disembowel this young child who can't be more than 10 years old. He's a beefy 10, don't get me wrong, but he's he's 10. 
and and like he, he traces the 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 path where it will cut you and slice you and and you know kind of leak your innards out and that's a uh, and then the whole time like we said uh good old dern was like smiling uh, she was getting horny for him <laughs> she was in it like, she was getting real horny <laughs> for hey, him man, they're a cute couple no matter what they're doing. Yeah, well, which Grocery one did she bang in real life? The kid. the kid? Wait, what? Which one? <laughs> Wait, what? Jeff Goldblum. Uh, and maybe really? that child. Wait, what? Yeah. Is that real? They had a relationship. Wait, I assume it was after, like, because of this and after this. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> you put that... the shakes on her and the rest is history. Not that we ever veer off course on this show. But I would like to bring up that Sam Neill dresses just like a teacher I had at my community college who was an archaeologist. I, th- I think that is just a standard Oh, one. yeah, okay. That, like, red bandana, the blue, uh, the, the all the, down. The earth tones. Oh, yeah, yeah now, I was an anthropology He's major. Real. Now, was what year that. was community college? I assume not the 90s. No, it was four years ago. And he, this man looked <laughs> like um, um, the the prospector that Fraser voices in Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, like, dressed like yeah. Sam Neill in this. Yeah. It was... Yeah. Um, every class was a hoot. So <laughs> a clear, hoot clearly... I mean, I can't imagine a world where this teacher wouldn't have seen Jurassic Park. Oh, no, he probably did. You think there was a subconscious I mean, thing? He, or like, I mean, maybe. He was, I, he was very eccentric. He once told us that he sold a house to buy a jewel, like a gem, for his collection. <laughs> this man has not seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> I guarantee He's seen uncut it. gems, though. Oh, yeah, that's his favorite fucking thing. <laughs> God. Oh, man. No, I know these types. These batty, professorial, archaeologist types. They don't go to the movies. They, like, you did know, peyote in New Mexico on a dig yeah. once, and, like, they never looked back. You know a lot of archaeologists? I dabble. What fair share? You go to, you go to archaeologist bars? <laughs> I, was, I, I took some archaeology classes in my youth. Sure. They accomplished nothing. Sure. I learned how to begin it, build an igloo. That's what I Okay, three, two, one. Name, igloo. Name, no. Name, <laughs> name, <laughs> I want all of us to come up with a name right now for an archaeologist bar. Max. I hate you. <laughs> I don't like this at Tyler. all. Tyler. Dirty <laughs> bone. That's not bad. The Badlands. Mine was the rocky road, but, <laughs> you know, we all tried, kind of. <laughs> and that's why none of us do improv. Yet. <laughs> Already listen, jerk. Sure. Doing that's a podcast what, with, with Nick no, is like playing a game of WarioWare, <laughs> which is a reference he doesn't understand because no, he is I not know, a gamer. I know Wario is Mario's. They're like um, five second mini games, and that's the whole game. <laughs> well, what are you talking about, Mario Party? Uh, no. Oh, I've oh, played Mario buddy. Party. No. There's so I much beat you in Mario here, Party. But this listen is in here. In a double is, wide. There is. A lot I want to say to you right now, but this is a Laura Dern podcast. Let loose. And, no, it's not. Yes, <laughs> that is a common misconception. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so Wario is is like a like a shadow Mario. It's not his brother. No, I know um, how it works. I understand that they're like the opposite world, like contrasting yeah, it's colors, and world everything's sort of upside thing. down and backwards. And 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 WarioWare is like a a nightmarish Mario Party, except you're playing alone and nobody wins. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Alrighty, listen, jerk. That's what Laura Dern says to. Is it? It's Richard Attenborough, right? 
I don't know. Or is it David? I'm is only the taking you at your word. David, that it's Attenborough. David Attenborough's brother. Okay, Richard Attenborough then. Um, <laughs> You've been saying this for days and none of us have questioned it. Right? Um, yeah, he's just in their fucking camper opening a bottle of champagne. That's their a ball champagne. Room. Their champagne. Which looks their like, champagne. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Dom Perignon. I don't and, think it actually is, but that's the implication. And, they, no, they can't afford. They're not saving they a bottle they of can Dom. Now. They said They're that saving they were... a bottle of. Uh, Le, le cru, yeah, yeah. That yeah, come one. on, sober the boy. Yellow you know, drinking. Walker, yeah. <laughs> you know um, what I'm talking about. The $40 bottle. <laughs> um, they said, specifically, we were saving that for later, implying later today when they could really celebrate their finding of dinosaur bones. Which begs the question, like, you already found the bones once a couple of hours with an eccentric billionaire. Like, but oh, then, uh, see, in my mind, it was like, literally, they're like, when the project wraps up, oh, pop the right. bottle. I thought it was after the discovery. But you could be right, because that was a big day. Like, most yeah, archaeology, like, you're not getting full dinosaur yeah, not 30 seconds later. They, laid out perfectly. Earlier they found a dinosaur. And then Mr. Fantasy Island Sugar Daddy says, I'm going to fund your dig for the next three years. All you have to do is come with me to my theme park, which he never explains. He just no. says, I, he says, my pesky lawyers would like <laughs> you to come and vouch for me. I've got an island and you're the type to vouch for it. And they were like, eh, I don't know. I'm going to then... pay you to have sex in front of me. <laughs> like, mm, I don't know. And then they go for three years and they're like... Fuck, we're in now. She literally (laughs) says, where's the plane? (laughs) She is ready to go. Clothes on her back, let's party. Straight to Little St. James. At this point in the movie, after paying attention to Laura Dern specifically, I noticed a quirk of hers that is very different from anyone else in the movie, which is that she is a very natural actor. Like, every time she speaks, it feels like just somebody talking instead of somebody delivering lines. Um... And at first I was off-put and thought, hmm, maybe she's not great in this. And then I thought, oh no, everyone else thinks this is their moment, and she's just fucking talking. And I thought that was really respectable. Something about Laura Dern that I really appreciate about this movie is, like, we've obviously watched a lot of Laura Dern movies, but I feel like this is one of the movies where she truly, like, becomes her character. Like, there's so many movies where it's just, yeah. it's Laura Dern, like, that's just her. Like, it's she's kind of playing a version of herself. She's this is, California like... California wine mom. Exactly. Yeah. This, like, she becomes that scientist, and, like, it's yeah. so she, separate from the rest of her life. She shows that California wine mom in Twin Peaks, but that's not what this episode is about. In Jurassic Park, yeah, she's just talking at you. Yeah, no, I completely agree, and it gets to... Like, the fact that I don't believe there are any Sam Neill podcasts out there. <laughs> Prove me wrong. This could be our thing. That could be the next <laughs> one. Not. Twister? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> just a general Sam Neill, Bill Paxton, <laughs> Bill Pullman. You just kind of rotate through them all. It's a podcast where you go through every movie ever just to see if Sam Neill's <laughs> Is Sam Neill in the Goonies? Let's find out this week. <laughs> We'd get halfway through the A's and one of us would die. <laughs> probably, probably. We got to Annabelle and then, uh, you know. <laughs> he wasn't in it. Spoiler. Spoiler. No, Sam Neill. Oh, man. Alrighty, <laughs> now we go to um, Costa Rica to meet Newman. Yeah. Uh, uh, He's eating a fat man's lunch at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> And it becomes the birth of another meme. And also, apparently, uh, uh, what is his name, Dodson? That's yes. it, yeah. He, he did some stuff with kids. 
apparently. The oh. real world guy. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I didn't really know. Wait, was it the guy from Beetlejuice, or is it a different guy? I don't know. Because that All guy I know is a different too. guy. But All that I know guy is also... that I was watching the movie, and my roommate Jay says, because he likes to look stuff up on Wikipedia, goes, oh, this guy did stuff with kids and is in jail. Well, hey, no movie's perfect. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Um, Man, he went to jail for that? <laughs> as he should. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. as he should. They yeah. just usually don't. That, ooh. Right? We haven't even gotten to the billionaire's private island yeah, yet. Right. Oh, man. Um, the Epstein Island. Yeah, Costa Rica, we hand off some You got it. I'm sorry. I you just, got it. I felt like I had to say it. That's what Little St. James is, by oh, the way. Wow. Well, uh, I guess we move on to Jeff Goldblum, the new next character we meet. The ultimate horny machine. He's just talking to Laura Dern and fucking her with his words and eyes so hard in that helicopter. He is the most lascivious mathematician uh, of all time. Is it is it Attenborough or the lawyer who says, ah, I bring a, I bring scientists and you bring a rock star? Attenborough. That's it. Because it's, he's the lawyer's guy, presumably. I brought the scientist, you brought the sex addict. Yes. And, and yeah. He's going for it. And then, uh... Like he, 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 he... You'd think, like... I gotta, I gotta break this down. Oh, please do. Um, I would assume that Jeff Goldblum, real human man, would do that type of immediate flirtation. And that is only because of the context of all of his characters and fashion sense and jazz piano and what have you, that at this point, being a meme, he would meet you and, and kind of... Yeah, he'd come out of the out. gate hard. Yeah, exactly. I, I believe I've heard that true. about him. I don't know if this character was supposed to be like that. <laughs> and I don't know if that's more character or Jeff coming through, and it's uh, it was a little unsettling. Interesting. Well, in that case, I wonder what the character would have brought. <laughs> Math? <laughs> Math? <laughs> you know? Right, like, but that wasn't really relevant to I anything. Guess. What if it was he just He was just like another person for them to also, science. Okay, yeah, what was his character's purpose? Because he kind of just reacted as an everyman... A horny everyman, yeah. not an everyman. <laughs> Which, redundant, if you ask me. <laughs> right, fellas? It is weird that the three people they bought, they brought to vouch for the park was two scientists and a mathematician. Is that, like, confirmed mathematician? Yeah, he was a mathematician. Yeah. I mean, I guess he had chaos theory, but still, like, no, like not a, someone from, like, TripAdvisor or... Like, <laughs> nobody that no, would really help. No government official. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get these two out of their... Poverty private practice. And, and get this yeah. horny math nerd. And this gets it. This is something we I mentioned to you that uh, one of my one major qualm with this film is I wish it were longer before once it gets into the dinosaurs, once the action happens, it just doesn't stop. And that's like half the movie and it's like you can kind of like check out at that point because it's just like oh dinosaurs yeah. dinosaurs dinosaurs okay whoever survives survives but and um, the exposition is juicy right i i really i love that stuff i love the background especially with the movie where you're kind of hitting this hard yeah. as a hollywood yeah, blackbuster please go on no soundtrack it's great i'm just I who did it 
Uh, it's gotta be John, John, Williams. John Williams' brother. No, it was John. <laughs> Shut up! It was John Williams. And uh, David Attenborough Williams. <laughs> it was actually Michael Attenborough, the third brother. Whoa! <laughs> Deep cut. Um, so I'm about to share a little fact that everybody knows. Um, when they're on the helicopter and there's some turbulence, um, Sam Neil, everyone's clicking their seatbelts, and Sam Neil looks at his two female ends, and he's like, "What am I gonna do with these?" and Richard's trying to help him, and then he's like, ah, I got it, and he ties them together. And that is a metaphor for later in the movie when the female dinosaurs figure out how to mate. Because the whole point of the park is all the dinosaurs are chicks, so they can't mm-hmm. bone. But they can. They found to, a way. You want me to talk about that part? Or Which part? The, 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 them finding a way? Yeah. Do you know how or they find want... a way? It's... <laughs> they talk about... Frogs? Yes. They but, splice frog DNA. But the thing, okay. It's flimsy. It's this flimsy, is scientifically flimsy. quite flimsy. But understandable. The part that gets me is that they say occasionally some species of West African frog have been known to switch sexes depending on the need of the community. And that means that out of all the frog species in the entire world to splice DNA with, they said, let's <laughs> let's do the ones that can change sexes. Or at least a couple of these frogs. And you'd think, like, all the money and effort that went into this, they'd say, hey, let's just get regular frogs, please. Yeah, you'd think, like, the regular, <laughs> no, sorry, like, no commentary on bio-class dissection. I mean, no, it's true. I think, I don't remember the name of the Asian actor who plays, like, the head scientist, but I think he's kind of a, a fuck-up. <laughs> They gave him a lot of money, and he said, I can do this, and really he couldn't. I mean, it was a big ask. Like, hey, can you unextinct dinosaurs? dinosaurs? Here's a mosquito. I want a Tyrannosaurus Rex. (laughs) Make it happen, boy. And you know he said boy when he was talking to him. Absolutely said boy. Is is Sugar Daddy Billionaire like like a Donald Trump type? He, no, I don't think so. He seemed more charismatic, but I think yeah. behind the scenes, he might have been. Maybe. said, you're a scientist, come to my island. I mean, uh, he also fights with Newman, but Newman's also a jerk, so, you know. <laughs> you want to talk about that? Sounds like you got some... Uh... No, I yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, I'm to talk about we'll get that. get there later. I'm going to talk about how... Um, a fist fight I on there. I think sheeps belong to dinosaur culture, and I'm tired of straight people... What belongs to dinosaur Jeeps. Culture? I think Jeeps, Jeeps. Be- in 1998, they established that Jeeps belong to queer and dinosaur culture. And I'm tired of fucking people with their Jeep waves and their little wait, dog wait. decals and all that okay, shit. Okay, okay, I'm okay, done. Okay, okay, if, you okay. don't, uh, if you have a Jeep, you put Jurassic Park decals on it, that's it. Uh... Does this movie scream queer culture at you? I mean, it does. I'm not honestly. against it. I think it. I, I think I'm not saying big it overtones. doesn't. I just don't. I mean, a lawyer gets eaten by a dinosaur. That's queer culture. <laughs> that's camp. That is camp, though. This movie exists. is it's full of culture. There is it transgenderism. Yeah, which wasn't cool. a common subject. Sam Neill is famously a trans man, man, and we need to respect him. I was talking about the frogs. <laughs> Right. Anyway, um, so my dad is a jeep, <laughs> and that's fine. Your dad's cool. Have you met it's him? It's fine. I don't I don't people have gay dads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
Oh, remember, wait, out. were you there? Bring out our next guest. <laughs> Tyler's dad. <laughs> Tyler's gay dad. Clifford Curtis Jr., how are you? You look a lot like your son. Weird. <laughs> so you know the part. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, yeah, with it. you know the part when they're looking Fucking at the, grip it, they're look, rip it, go. looking at the long boys. Yeah. Like they, they're on the Jeep, mm-hmm. they get to the When island. we get that classic turn and they of like face. turn her head, it's so good. Yeah. And then they, they both s- shake while they take their glasses off. Yes. Classic. And um Richard Attenborough's just like, I'll show you. What and he, he they're like, How did you do this? And he's like, I'll show you. What I imagine next is just him with two lizards and making them kiss. <laughs> like now kiss. Now kiss. Make babies. <laughs> do the kiss. Oh, and like shit. jamming them together. But I do have to say, that theme park ride is I if there's any ride I could ever ride any fictional ride it is the ride he made to explain how dinosaurs are created. Oh yeah, it I want that Mr. DNA heroin for theme parks. <laughs> it is so fucking good. And they get off of it. Why? Finish the ride, then go I see the science. I couldn't agree more. Right, like the science I, isn't going anywhere. And they're right. sitting there, yeah. they're like one, two, three, push. Like they coordinate escaping <laughs> this ride that Richard Attenborough put so much time and effort into. <laughs> also, I don't think it's sustainable the idea that he would be on every single ride because oh right, because he has have to, to talk to himself. This video talks to him. Well, he made clones. He, are you oh, implying right. he's gonna clone himself now? He did in the video, and, but it's and, a video. And can what? I just say, you mean those real. weren't real clones? Can I just say that? The video where he's cloning himself, where he goes, and hello, and hello. If you listen in the background, that goes on for like two and a half minutes. (laughs) I'm imagining the guests who are not talking amongst themselves just watching this for two full minutes. A full screen just filling up with this man. Yeah, take a breather, bud. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. And then uh, we see a dinosaur being born. I love how much you can tell that there's a giant million-dollar robot puppet under the egg, the way it's moving. And you can just tell there's, like, 17 guys under there making it happen. Just sweating. <laughs> Is this violating union laws? <laughs> OSHA's gonna be all over this. Uh, and then we get to see a whole damn cow get fed to some velociraptors. Yeah, that was rough. And it's a really small cage. And originally, like, when we were watching it recently, I thought, when I was little, I always thought it was so, so weird that they built a small cage. And then they explained that it's small so they can't run and basically escape, which seems inhumane. Yeah. I get they're dinosaurs, but like, still. That's like SeaWorld type. It, it really, like, like, it is a SeaWorld-sized cage for an animal that needs, like, a... But also, world. it's like if SeaWorld created the whales and then said, fuck you, live here... <laughs> Like, that's even worse. <laughs> like, is it? It's not like the dinosaurs ever knew they could have had a I, different life. I feel like that's in their DNA of, like, <laughs> I'm your god, now never leave this one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> Fuck off. And it's so weird how Richard, like, dinosaur baits them. And, hear me out. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's feeding time, and he's like... Oh, let's go eat. We don't need to see this. I heard our chef made some lovely Cuban oh, sea bass. Yeah, but then he Chilean then, sea bass. Yes, that's <laughs> it. And he watches them watching the cow get eaten, and he's like, just his eyes are full of horny, and he's just watching Sam Neill look excited, and Laura Dern look disgusted. Yeah. And then he's like, let's eat. Let's just eat now. Big old dad energy. <laughs> let's eat. And uh, the, I just keep thinking of like the destroyed 
mechanism coming back up. And, you know, it lifted the, the cow down. They clearly destroyed the entire right. thing. It eviscerated <laughs> it's it. It's tattered. The, you, the cloth so is You'd think the cloth is tattered. Why are the pipes messed up? Oh, he mangled that son of a bitch. Mangled the top part of it? That yeah. seems excessive. Well, he had so much for it. He put sure. so much torque into yeah. it how with his dino teeth. How do you have space It was like if I bit this microphone and then just yanked it. it. Like if I bit audio. it hard enough, this would snap in half. How, but that begs the question, how do you get the velocity if he's in this tiny studio apartment? Velocity. T-Raptor. t That's why they call him that. So I wrote down this quote, and I don't remember who says it or when it's said, but rape of the natural world. Jeff that would be Jeff Goldblum. Okay. I really want that on a shirt with the Jurassic Park logo, yeah. but just rape of the natural. That seems really punk rock That's, to me. That, that'd be a great shirt. Again, which, which just furthers my point of like, what was his character doing there? Because he doesn't bring up math at all. He's there to be a sex pot, and he, that's fine. He flirts with people and says, this ain't right. And that, like, that's his whole character. Yeah, that's a great I, I one. Do like, yeah, it's, it's uh, not a bad, it's he, not a bad story device, but like realistically, why is the mathematician like a, a horny negative guy? There is a line he says later that's really good, but I'll bring it up later. Yeah. Um, kids, there's kids here. Isn't that great? Richard Attenborough said, "I'm gonna bring a fat guy I don't like and my two grandkids to this unsafe theme park." With a lawyer and, and scientists. And the boy is just horny for dinosaurs. The girl is a regular smart Lisa Simpson type. She's I, a hacker. She is a hacker who codes. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's very adamant at some point in the movie about being a hacker. Oh, yeah. That's when she uh, fixes the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Brings the power back. Yeah. Um, I did like, for all this, you know, you can break it down and it's scientifically absurd sure. but that they did an excellent job i thought about like trying to explain things and how things would work and even like the like dern as a paleobotanist talking about like what kind of flora might cause an animal to be sick like this yeah or the hacking oh except when the hacking became like a like a 3D world of files. I love that. That, was, that wasn't so realistic. Oh, we love a grid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they, they did the legwork to, to establish their own world. It's just when you compare it to our world, it's a little ridiculous. Um, but yeah, they, they did do the work. Yeah, I don't know, well, I I would assume really my, Michael Crichton did the work, and then they just Sam Neill did, did the work did. actually. <laughs> Sam Neill, pen name of <laughs> stage name of one Michael Crichton. And speaking of Sam Neill, another Sam shows up in this movie ever so briefly. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, who plays an angry chain smoking computer I thought, man. I thought that was a guy who was a lot like Samuel Jackson. No, it's Samuel I, Jackson. That okay? That ever so briefly. Another. Well, he's in a few I mean, scenes. I know, but he, it, he, he seems wasted. His like. character lasts, like he has the duration, but it is spliced in in little little bits. Um, that was something that surprised me uh, about as much as the vicious uh, raptor murder in the beginning was. Oh fuck, Samuel L's in this. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, and yeah, never without a cigarette. Exactly. 
I'm surprised. I'm this. This isn't a spoiler. Sure. It's been out for twelve years, twenty-two 12 years, years. years, whatever. So you know the point where Laura Jern goes to two thousand and two. Shut up. Two thousand and eight. Fuck. Twenty-seven <laughs> years. She turns the grid back on, and then his arm falls out on her shoulder. Yeah. It would be hilarious if there was a lit cigarette still in the hand. That would be great. <laughs> I also don't like that uh, when his arm kind of hits her. She says his name, implying he's the one black guy in the movie. Cause like, well, like, and it would also be weird if he did that. If he just threw his arm over her shoulder <laughs> from behind, yeah. like I've been here the whole time and I could have fixed the power, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. The fact that by arm contact hey, she knows who it is, uh, that felt a little off. But uh, that's not uh, the purpose here. And then, uh, then now we're gonna talk about Newman. Uh, Newman and Richard Attenborough are having a little tiff because Newman is like, I'm the greatest hacker in the world. You should be paying me more. Richard Attenborough is like, I pay you enough. You're bad with money. And Newman is just sitting there squeezing on a desk toy, which I own. That little like guy with the eyes. The like, Love that Bulgy guy. eyes. Love that guy. Big fan. I got him for Christmas last year. Friend of the show. Great guy. <laughs> friend, of the, friend of the pod. <laughs> Mr. Squeezy Eye. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, does anybody else have anything to say about him? I pretty much just have that, but I know there's a lot to say oh. about him. Oh, I will... I mean, please. Break go, it down. Go, open please. up those notes. Go on <laughs> your own. Right. I insist. Okay. Um, if you could read, I have lots of notes, but I, in here is a largely circled one. What does that say? <laughs> Tell the people. <laughs> Newman did nothing wrong. Oh, Newman did man. nothing. Circled. Nothing wrong in this film. <sighs> Sweet he is Jesus. not the villain he is presented as, and I think it's about time we respect and honor that and overturn the last 27 years of hatred towards Newman in this particular role. We'll dig into it. Why is that? Okay, because We've as been Nick hearing said, a lot of fucking Nick tonight. Let's hear what you've got to say about Newman. This was, this was a little tiff, you say? From a guy whose investors' lawyers point out that they could sell, that people would come to this for $10,000 a head. And Newman is the head coder for an automated system in 1993 of an entire fucking theme park. I would say there that is, it is wildly irresponsible to have literally one person responsible for everything on a computer I don't basis. disagree, and that would be the fault of the organization and its True. leader. And also a guy who, uh, who what did he, he scooped like uh, like suntan lotion onto his taco or some shit like that? It was, it was a Barbasol, no it wasn't Barbasol. It was, sh- it was shaving oh, cream. It was shaving cream. Shaving yeah. cream. What? From the thing. Is Onto that? the pot. It was, it was in the, it, it was, it was Barbasol. Coast- Barbasol. Yeah, okay, yeah, it was what you put the amber. Yeah. yeah. In his weird little, like, weed smuggling <laughs> shaving cream. Sorry, continue. Yeah. So, he asks what we learn is not the first time he brings this up, and it's clear that he's wildly underpaid in that regard. This guy is literally going to make this guy already untold bajillion dollars to build this island. Um, and. Newman, perhaps the hardest worker there. One, what work does this fucking... I'm tired of this working class here of bullshit, man. No, <laughs> Newman, one, you don't tell sure your job a damn so thing. Well. Okay, listen. I will say this. I know what Newman does. Did not know what Jeff Goldblum did. And I watched the movie one and a half times in the past week. 
Exactly. Newman, hardest worker there. Wouldn't be possible without him. Worthy of a raise. Yeah, they have live fucking dinosaurs. Give him what he deserves. I think it's also fair but to... But no. I he gets shamed and attacked. <laughs> and it is entirely within his right. Friends, listeners, to you take... don't owe your job anything. It is an agreement. God, and they shit. take from you. Well, Ask I for mean... more. Take it back. I so for him to steal those eggs... In pursuit of more wealth that he is not justly given for his job? I have zero problems with that. I have some problems because... Nick, you're losing this one. No, I'm not. Let's hear it. Because, (laughs) I mean, I get it. Stealing, making money, it's a little illegal, but I've stolen from jobs. It's whatever. He is offered $1.5 million to steal these eggs. Today, $2.6 million. I'd probably take it myself. But his... The thing that he did within the system to shut down the security for 18 minutes shuts down the entire park, which is not a thing he had to do. What? And he caused everything else that happens in the movie poor. He killed himself and everyone else that dies in the movie himself. No, the dinosaurs. No, he... He, he <laughs> the dinosaurs Shut up. created to... in pursuit of an already extraordinarily wealthy's man, wealthy man's insatiable thirst for more wealth. He doesn't want the wealth. He wants the dinosaurs. The lawyer oh, is the one with the fucking not. money eyes. He, he has cares no interest. Dinosaur. Yes, he does. How dare you? He is in it for the dinosaurs. <laughs> you are blinded he by capitalism. I- he bought an island. He doesn't need money. He bought an island to make more money. He could have made a resort on that island, and it probably would have made decent money. Exactly. He chose to do dinosaurs because he cared. And Newman could have shut down the security okay, for if, one fucking but, room. But, but one if, room. He had to get all the way out of the park. If he, he could have left. He shut the whole thing down. He could have down. shut the room down, gotten the shit, and just left, and he would have been fine. All right, well, if you had done it and you stole shit, you would have gotten caught. Because you didn't cover all your bases the way Newman did. If he cared Except so the much. one where he gets killed by dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was hoisted by his own petard. And I know right. it happens to the best of us. Sliding in home really just didn't cover that base. Uh, <laughs> if he cared so much about the dinosaurs like you say, why did he give uh, them such a small cage to be in? Because um, if he they had any bigger of a cage, they would have escaped. And, you know, he's, he's, How? Got a, They're not jumpers. he's got a weird god complex. Velociraptors are famous jumpers. What are you talking about? They're leapers. They can jump like crazy. Not high. They can go long. Jump like crickets. <laughs> they go long, not high. That's all I'm saying. They go long, not high. Were you were you a uh, dino uh, kid? I was. You got some of those uh, notes uh, there? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. No, I just, I just wanted to do that. Well, I think we've all fought enough about this. How about we talk about the best line in the movie now? Sure. Man creates dinosaur. Dinosaur destroys man. Woman inherits earth. It's a good one. And she's just like staring at a dinosaur while she says it. And the two guys in the background are like, what the fuck? But again, she doesn't say it like she's delivering exactly. that she iconic just... line. She goes... Women and the earth. Like, it's almost dreamily to herself, but she says yeah. it aloud. It's mm, every every shivers. every line that she delivers in this movie is like, like she just thought of it, and it just kind of came out. Like it doesn't feel like anything that she says is scripted. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You got some. You got something else. Uh, I mean, I guess we can move on to the fact that the lawyer looks like David Byrne. Oh man! That's Doesn't a, he though? Yeah, that's he a, really does. We're we're in a recorded format right now, which means I can't allow myself the proper time to uh, 
taken that information so and just absorbed that. But uh, uh, yeah, wow, I'm gonna do some thinking tonight. And uh, the, uh, the lawyer's also a coward. He just runs right to the bathroom. Yeah. As soon as they see a T-Rex, and then you see Sam Neil and um, the sexy one in the other jeep saying, "I guess when you gotta go, you gotta go," because they don't know what's <laughs> happening. They're just like fucking weird. Uh, I mean, this movie has made it perfectly clear their stance on lawyers. <laughs> Fun fact, little... Um, <laughs> they fact. had lawyers for the movie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no. Um, so we're going to talk about um, Steven Spielberg, the director of this film. His first major motion picture was called Jaws. In the movie... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> People might not know. Yeah, sure. Um, Is that what it was called? In the movie, the robot shark had a nickname, and that was Bruce. And Bruce was named after Steven Spielberg's lawyer. And then a lawyer gets eaten in this. Steven Spielberg, very anti-lawyer. Yeah. Huh. Just saying. How about that? Uh, chew on that one for Does a while. Does the anti-lawyer stance still exist in his oeuvre? I, I don't know. I don't know if it really carried on in his Probably not. Word. I think he probably got too ungodly rich and Can he loves lawyers. Can you say that lawyers. word again? You did it real well. Oeuvre. Yeah. Tattoo? <laughs> Collect some um, tattoos? I'd like to talk about what I found to be a... Brilliant action sequence. Oh, do or sequence of sequences. And this, I think, captured the suspense so well and gets a kind of what makes Spielberg so good at this. And it starts with when the lawyer leaves the car and the T-Rex shows up, first we get the water, right? Yeah. That's like the introduction, the shaky water. Everyone Classic. knows it. And then it comes comes over and then, and that's like, Sequence one is like right. kids trapped in car. Here's a T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. Then Sam Neil comes with a flare and like hucks it away, and the T-Rex runs away. So it's yeah. like okay, we made it. Breathing room, but now we know. Breathing room, and then it comes back, and then it bites the car and like busts through the windshield. I have two quick behind-the-scenes items. Ooh, May you... I finish my yes, sequence? And then I can... suppose. Um, <laughs> We love a director's commentary. <laughs> so then the dinosaur breaks through the windshield. You have the kids underneath, or the sunroof, and you yeah. have the kids underneath it, which is scary as shit. And then the car goes over the side, right? Once that's resolved, then the car goes over the side. And then finally you've got the boy trapped in the car. And Sam Neill going back up to save them, and then the car falls, and all of that kind of strung together in one long extended sequence. I think it was it, I mean, it, it's it's one long sequence, but it's it's got breaks in it. You know, it's not like like you kind of laid out the beats. It's not like uh, balls to the wall uh, anxiety trip for twenty five right. minutes. It goes through the motions, the, the, the ups and downs of it, and that's kind of the makings of, like, an expertly crafted uh, uh, action sequence like mm -hmm. that, an anxiety sequence, and, yeah. That's yeah, it. and I like that you don't quite know if it's over or not. Yeah, every time it's like, oh, fuck, there it is again. Like, oh, Ooh, they made it. Oh, shit, oh, shit no, they fucked didn't. up. And I feel like they tried to do some of that in the newer movies. Um, I don't recall exact moments because I didn't watch them recently. But uh, in the first of the, the newest ones, I recall moments where they try and do that, and I, it's just so obvious, like, and it's going to come again, and it's going to come again, <laughs> and there it is again, and then it's like, all right, now they can breathe. Like, Alrighty, two quick behind-the-scenes items I'd like to bring up for yeah, the common listener. Um, 
that Tyrannosaurus Rex was actually a dumb, wet robot. It was not designed to take on water, as you may remember, it was raining. So basically every three minutes or so they would have to stop filming to stop the rain effect and mop the dinosaur with towels so it could continue. Because <laughs> the issue wasn't the electronics, it was the fact that the skin was soaking up the water and became so heavy it couldn't run. Oh yeah, because it's like a, it was like a spongy material. Yeah, it was like right? foam yeah. latex yeah. stuff. And and I, I think it took like four Pictures. days to film it and just Steven Spielberg it just said like, fuck this, I'm so fucking done. Do you... <laughs> Do we have pictures of like a, a swollen waterlogged dinosaur? Because I don't. There are. You know that there. dinosaur costume? With <laughs> <me>? <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. The raptor. There's the the classic raptor mascot like falling down. That's basically yeah. it. There are pictures, but it's like not visibly swollen. But it's just a bunch of like sad PA is like mopping. Just, just a... <laughs> you gotta dab it. You can't. It'll just move it around. <laughs> T-Rex. And also, when the sunroof comes through, when he comes through the sunroof, that was on accident. That was not supposed to happen, and those kids were fucking terrified no, because shit. that was real. That's and why that's obviously, so scary. obviously, like, the extended scene beyond that was refilmed, so it was just... But that original breakthrough was not supposed to happen. Wow. And the kids were freaking out because, like, that giant robot could have actually killed them, <laughs> and I find that hilarious. Also, like, in a, in a broad strokes thing, it seems very sudden... Yeah. That it's like, dinosaurs attacking now. Like, I don't know. I felt like it was like, oh, and here's our island. And look how magical. And look how beautiful. And now we go on a tour. And let's see the sick one. And let's keep moving. And we're fucked. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then the, the second feeling... half of the movie is just, we're fucked. I think a lot got left on the cutting room floor yeah. there. Um, I get the vibe. Because, like, with the sick dinosaur... I believe we never find out the resolution there, right? Laura Dern's, like, investigating it because it's yeah. like, oh, if it's sick periodically, what could that mean? And it's like, oh, I wonder what that's going to be. We don't know. We don't find out. So I, I imagine there was at least written some more buildup between those two because that did feel abrupt. There's a lot of inside baseball, like, vet tech stuff that got cut. <laughs> <laughs> like, waiting for blood tests. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually five weeks long between the two incidents, but, you know, we can cut it down to an afternoon. And while all of this is happening, much to Jerry Seinfeld's amusal, Newman gets boned by a dinosaur. And the samples get lost, which I think is delicious. Delicious. I love it. <laughs> and, they do, and they do the move that Sam Neill traumatizes the, the young walk. child with. Oh, you're talking, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> the dab. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, and then Sam Neill bonds with the kids. It's real. They have, they like feed some In long boys. His and, redemption arc, you know. And then like the girl is awesome. like being brave and she's like, I want to be curious and feed this dinosaur. And then it sneezes on her, which teaches young girls, don't be smart. Or you'll get snotted on yeah. by a dinosaur. Also, maybe the scariest part of the movie. When she gets when snotted she's like on? leaning forward out of I this don't huge think tree. Like, don't do it. I think the kitchen scene is a little scarier than that. No, she was gonna fall out of that fucking getting... tree. Ah, uh, whatever. There's she the, just gets snotted. The one part where she goes, "Are these meat eaters?" Oh. I don't know why that just sticks in my head. Wait, what? Did, there was a different thing they called them, wasn't it? No, she says meat eaters. Okay, in that scene, he, was... he breaks down his science talk of like herbivores and carnivores, That's... And omnivores and yada yada. But uh, you know, they see the, the 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 planty boys. They feed them yada yada. She's being brave, and then they see 
more dinosaurs, the ones that are the, in the pack, that they say, oh, he moves like birds. <laughs> I bet you'll never look at birds the same way again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and, and she goes, are they meat eaters? And then it's like, fuck, we gotta run because they're running. <laughs> and then they hide behind the tree. And then yeah. I notice it, it seems to be CGI when they're doing the, uh, the stampede of dinosaurs. But the tree is rocking back and forth, which seems very practical. And then it occurred to me, they probably timed out the CGI for the rocks so of when it ended oh. up. Uh, yeah, yeah. A very, very smart that sort is, of move. That's nifty. Yeah. That, that's how I watch movies, don't you? I, I, I dabble. <laughs> I dabble in the effects. Um, you know, some other stuff happens. Dern and the Aussie go and find Jeff Goldblum. They see all the carnage, and Jeff is like... Tell John, thank you for the lovely weekend, which I find hilarious. Because <laughs> at one point earlier in the movie, John's like, you'll be thanking me later. <laughs> yeah. But uh, again, it, it feels very like, did Jeff Goldblum just forget his character's lines and just go, how would I react in this situation? Yeah, it's like he's clearly there for comic relief, but for no other reason. Yeah, and he should be there for math. <laughs> And then the saddest, saddest, saddest part of the movie. We see John Newman eating dies. all of the ice cream because it's going to melt because his island is failing. <laughs> and he talks about his flea circus. talks about his flea circus with Lawrence. He opens up to Lawrence during that his first thing ever was a flea circus and now he's a billionaire. And it's just, it just has such, like, sad Scooby-Doo villain vibes. Like a Scooby-Doo villain who couldn't quite get there well, yeah, and he had to stop. They're, they're in a uh. very large room. It is. The room it's, is tall. It is like the grand dining hall yeah. where like the guests would eat. The room is very tall, oh, and so he's just sadly <laughs> eating too much ice cream. Because I remember we we talked about that scene before I watched it, and so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna pay attention." Nick and I talked about this, and I'm looking, and there's a lot of ice cream, <laughs> too much. And he's like, "Oh." <laughs> the detail he says his first attraction was a flea circus and he's like and children would come around like mommy look at the fleas <laughs> and like what fucking child <laughs> comes up to a homeless man on the corner and says mom look at his bug tricks <laughs> this man has a cockroach trapeze and he's this crazy man just like yes 25 cents please please pay me money i'm dying and that turns into billionaire dinosaur island oh man i'd love to see the biography movie of that guy (laughs) that guy you mean the absolute villain and just representation of all that is evil yeah how does he go from homeless bug man to (laughs) i am curious myself yeah he got off at Ellis Island. We don't found know. the first New York City corner. And just gathered fucking scratchy bugs and went but for I, it. But I think, as is the the force of rampant capital, is that it doesn't matter. That his his yeah. power is in what he has, not how he got it. Yeah. And therefore, it is irrelevant how he but got it. Boy, do they spin a yarn, though, don't they? they? <laughs> sure does. <laughs> But I can I can I use this as an opportunity to go on an extended uh, diatribe of the the anti-capitalist themes of this film. Well, well I had to use the bathroom anyway, so oh, yeah, you go get on, in there. Tyler. Good luck. I'll well, be... that's what podcasts are for. Aren't they? <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm actually leaving. Goodbye. Oh, sick! You want to grab me a beer, please? Yeah. Okay.
We could pause, but we don't. Nope. Have fun. <laughs> An hour in, let's go. So, oh man, I get to talk to someone who who listens to me. This is exciting. Enough, so yeah, let's um, hear it. So, the theme here is the um, inherent uh, hubris in modernity, in our modern world, in our, the things we've built. Um, I think specifically around technology and computers, but more broadly in man, modern man's vision that we are above the natural world and have conquered it. Yeah. And we see that throughout, right? For the computers, the, the first line that Sam Neill says is, I hate computers. And Laura Dern says, um, I entirely agree or something. Is, it, is, this, is this when they're at the, the site? In the Badlands. Yeah, in the Badlands. Yeah. And they've got the, the TV with the cardboard on it. Yep. And he touches it and it like fucks up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. they have to go look at it. He's like, I hate computers. Yeah, yeah, um, and then we get... It's like that awful green wireframe that we see throughout the rest of the movie. <laughs> exactly. Like, why is that the aesthetic choice of, of computers everywhere? And the... I think what, what can get missed is the massively impersonal nature of our two villains, of um, Attenborough and the lawyer, right? Both re- just... I was going to av- say... I was gonna avatars say, don't of say, wealth. Don't say Newman. No, he's Nick he's is gone, hero. and you swore he wasn't a villain. No, no, no. The okay. only two yeah. villains in this movie are Attenborough yeah. and, and the lawyer. lawyer. Man, does your pee ever smell like popcorn? Sometimes. I wonder what's in it. That yeah, that's that. the beat of oil. It's the asparagus. Oh, my God. Probably oh, yeah. Oh, it goes through you so quick. R.I.P. Wilfred Brimley. He just died. Yeah. Oh, he was in The Thing. That's one of my favorite movies. The Nick, Thing is so good. Which thing? Cocoon? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, you little man! Wait, hold on, I'm in the middle of my screed. Oh no, stop. Please, do go on. Let's hear it. Okay. Okay, so... I mean, you're right so far. So, but a couple of moments where we see just how impersonal they are. One, the lawyer, obviously, when he leaves the children to go because out of fear, where he, someone... The rich guy pretends he's going to be there for you. The lawyer doesn't even bother. Fuck them kids. He just fuck them kids. (laughs) And I think an important moment is then, after this long action sequence that I laid out, Mm -hmm. all of that, it comes back to the the girl. And do you remember the first thing she said in that moment? I don't. After all, what, what, what might you say in this moment? You could say anything. Like, oh, the T-Rex, it almost got me. Well, blah, blah, blah. fuck is what I would well, say. Well, fuck, you could say any of these things and they'd be reasonable. But now, at this point, after this extended sequence where we perhaps have forgotten, she has not. She says, he left us. <laughs> and she is brutalized by this. She's still holding on to this and will hold on to that trauma. Because And that, despite the fact that we can just let it go and move on and eat more popcorn, she cannot. And also so in, the fa- in the face of uh, 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 creation of man, oh. God, the, the, the existential uh, threat of what just transpired, of, of our, our creation that we thought ourselves above God to, to capture and, and cage these creatures still in her head is like but he left yeah exactly like not that (laughs) an affront to god almost killed yeah exactly it was the human element that he left um and for attenborough himself we've got one 
our introduction to him, he steals their champagne, right? Yeah, he just right. takes what first is theirs, right? This is the first move of the capitalist. Then he promises them the world and uses financial coercion well, at least three years to been, threaten right? their <laughs> lives. And my favorite in line with this theory is the moment when he's worried sick about his grandchildren. So he sends his worker. Yeah, right. He sends his work. How much is that guy getting paid? <laughs> Go rescue my grandchildren from dinosaurs. I've got no you dog in the race here. Shit. I've got no dog in the race here, but they are related to me technically. <laughs> <laughs> so you fucking go for it. He sends his fucking work. I'm gonna go eat that. ice cream and cry about bugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, I mean, but like to to that point, yeah, even his his humanizing moment of of uh uh opening up about his backstory is hey, let me bring you into the grand ballroom here and, right. and eat a, a comically large uh, quantity of ice cream while I tell you how I made my thousands of millions. <laughs> right. Like, and he doesn't ask her any questions. Yeah. He doesn't give a and, shit. And that makes me a human being, not an awful shit lord. Oh. Okay. And, and I think Dern actually, I think, gets the, the line of the movie thematically in, in that scene yeah. where he's like, oh, next time we'll do it right. We'll get, you know, we'll less automation. We'll figure it out. And she says... You know, then we'll have control. And she says, you never had control. That's the illusion. Yeah. And that, I think, is one I believe is true about modern world is the idea that we're just like, oh, we've conquered everything. Yeah, we And I it. think at the particular moment with a, a global natural disaster that'll just play that out for on, years. On top of on a smaller scale today, it was very, very pouring rain our power was flickering and for a quick second I was like oh fuck this is it <laughs> like, like if, if this all goes out I've got nothing we're in it <laughs> yeah. we won't be able to record <laughs> it'll be it'll be quiet and it'll be warm and it'll just suck <laughs> everything will spoil Man, we're not above it speaking of shutting the grid down that's what they decide to do to undo all of uh, Newman's hacker crap yeah, it's just, thank you. Newman's that was dope a, that was a very um, Yeah, so you know, fuck it. Let's just shut everything down. We already lost most of it. Let's just fucking. And then uh, fucking the ho crocodile hunter and Laura Dern decide to go to the grid box, which is across the park for some fucking reason. Why would you? <laughs> why would you keep it next to the computer room? That'd be too smart. They also have a. Well, yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> Right? Like, just for... Well, it's covering a lot of things. And it's, like, in the middle of an enclosure, like, yeah. other side of the island. <laughs> the dinosaurs protect the fuse box. <laughs> They've got three horns. Uh, and that, um, uh... The no, they, they have a little... They have a little sexist moment where, uh, uh, they're, they're deciding who should go and they uh, look at Laura Dern, and then they go over to the next man, they go, well, he should go, because, you know, she's like, I can handle it. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's and she it. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets More so crazy. than the other yeah, two. Yeah, he gets fucking boned by a velociraptor. Because he's... he's got a dumb, like, deer hunting complex here. He's like, we're being hunted, but I can handle it. I, I, I have a gun. I do have to say, I love his intensity at the end. When he's he just, he's super, like, keyed in hunter. And then he looks at him and he's like, clever girl. And she kills him, and good for her. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> she, 
she got what she wanted. Jurassic Park feminist movie. Oh, right. Of that, the was, that was the death, though. This is was a very feminist movie. Sam there's some moments. There's, 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 some moments. Some, there's some girl power in this. And then Lee, little Lisa power. Simpson saves the day by doing the Hacking. computer bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Not dork. Too, too fine a point on the feminism, but, uh, you know, that computer bullshit. <laughs> Let me now explicitly talk about men for another half an hour. I was going to say, not to get back to the men. I think, on one hand, the Sam Neill doing the fake shock is another cool uncle moment. Fantastic. Also horrifying. And then I think that tension moment of the back and forth between Dern turning everything on and the boy being stuck in there. That is so, like, that is a Hitchcock level, like, perfect tension, like, whatever it was, four minutes or whatever. Love that. It's like that there's this, I was watching that moment and, and I, something hit me that is very sort of rare in, in movies is that you're rooting for both of them because they both have an important job to do, but they both kind of contradict each other. So like, you're like, fuck yeah, get all the power turned on as quick as possible. That'll help save the day. But also, not too quick, because you don't know that somebody else needs you to not have that power on. So, like, please climb fast, too. But then also, that piece of shit fucking kid. Yeah, is like, that kid sucks. He, yeah. So he's there, he, he, you know, two hands on it, and he's like, you gotta just jump. He says no, which is okay, sure. But not only does he say no, he then puts his, sh- like, his elbow around it, and kind of shoulders the thing, and is like, no, I'm now gonna dig myself more into the electricity just to fuck with you, cool uncle. Yeah, and like, <laughs> he has dealt with literal beasts of a lost world today, and he's afraid of heights. That's yeah. bullshit. Put 25 feet into my cool uncle's arms. That's that's end of the road here. And I would rather <laughs> suffer dying by electrocution. I would rather. I would rather end it like a serial killer would <laughs> than <laughs> just fucking let go. And a little fun fact about electricity. If, uh, it kills you. Um, Actually, electricity makes all of your muscles basically tighten up, which means he would have not shot off. His hands would have just gripped tighter Locked and he in. would have been cooked. Hell yeah. Which they wouldn't let they wouldn't let him do. Spielberg wanted it bad. But. Spielberg wanted the child barbecue. We're not letting you cook this kid. And he's like, what do you know, you fucking lawyers? <laughs> fucking Hollywood lawyers. <laughs> That's why he hates lawyers. Uh, not letting me rotisserie children. <laughs> but then, um, lo and behold, lo and behold, these kids get a banquet of dessert food. Sam gets Dern. Everybody's happy for about 30 seconds. <laughs> but wait, can we talk about the kid fucking died? He literally, like, okay. He, oh, he, I missed that in my notes. Yeah, the kid sure. died. He, <laughs> he shot back, comical enough, unrealistic, well, funny, sure. Yeah. But, like, also, he was scared of that drop, and then he did that drop with force. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I think, I don't know how they would have shown, it, it feels like the only way to end that moment of tension because there was no visible cue that the power came back on. Right. right? You yeah. don't actually know. They they flashed so, the light to say that the power was, was coming, coming back, back on, on. But yeah, it wouldn't have been like, right. like, all right, it's back on now. No, they, they had to murder a child to get the point across. <laughs> <laughs> that dirty dinner job. 
And then he like he was like, oh, there's no pulse. Like he's not breathing. <laughs> he just fucking slam on his chest for a few seconds, and he's back now. Just break his sternum real quick. <laughs> no permanent muscle damage. No nerve endings fried and shot. He's back and ready to eat some dessert. <laughs> That no extreme nerve pain for the yeah. rest of your life. This may surprise you guys, but there's a moment coming up that I really identify with the Velociraptors. Oh god, let's hear it. It's when they're trying to get into the, the... Basically the entire time they're in the kitchen, it's me when I'm trying to get into my house when I'm drunk. Because it shows them like trying to get the doorknob and they don't quite get it. They're like... Could you, could you, could you, could you, and then they're just, they're just moving around, reacting to sounds, like sniffing a ladle. That's me. That is... 100%. Like, oh, fuck. How do I... Oh, uh, I'm making soup. I'm, I'm doing soup. it. It's soup tonight. It's soup night. Daddy said soup. It's five Chopping up celery. <laughs> soup time. Animals. That's what time it is. Oh, man. But yeah, that, that's where I identify with that. <laughs> and then there's that fun little kitchen scene with the little the little uh, switch up with the door. And the the reflection. Exactly. Yeah. That, that always got me when I was a kid. It did. It got me again. Because it's like so good. Like it's so smart. How yeah. do they think of that? Those raptors are a little goofy looking though now. Yeah. It is cool that it's like mostly practical effects though. Yeah. Like the, have you ever seen like the leg rigs they put on the people to yes. do just the feet? Yes. Oh, are those and, people? Yeah. I don't know if the full body ones were, oh, but I know God. like a, any shot where it's not a full body is practical. Yeah. Especially with the raptors, like the heads and the feet and stuff, and the um, hands. See, it's it's great and it's respectable and it was fantastic, but it's a little bit Muppet. Yeah. And uh, I've been watching that uh, the the Dark Crystal TV show, and they keep zooming in on their feet, and it goes like his tiny little feet, and it's just kind of like like not any real stride. It's just like a little. And I kind of thought about that with the raptors. <laughs> like, like, what if it was the Gelflings? Just kind of sneak around. But that's a, the nerdiest thing I've said this evening. Continue. Yeah, you're what really, else is on oh, your notes there? Oh, right? yeah, you're, you're really outed yourself there. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Tyler's a nerd. Write it on the wall. Um, not really much else happens. I mean, they defeat the... They, like, run away from the Velociraptors through the guts of the building for a few minutes, and then the T-Rex saves them by eating the Velociraptors, which is a thing that pretty... Basically, the first movie in the new trilogy copies the the frame of this movie yeah, yeah. almost exactly, because yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. The dinosaur saves by eating dinosaur. And uh, then they leave the island, and they never come back, except for the five times that they canonically <laughs> yeah. do. <laughs> And I, I and, remember, uh, yeah. I so during the action stuff, I knew about all these parts because that all sticks in your head um, after a lifetime of watching this movie. So when I was rewatching, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna cook dinner during this, you know, raptor part." And I remember looking over at the TV, and it's you know they're they're leaving the island. And I go, "Oh, everyone important's still there." Okay, <laughs> guess it wasn't that consequential. It was uh, you know. And as a kid, I didn't realize this, but I realize now, like, that last part where they're all in the helicopter and saying nothing, like, that is so intense. Like, all of them just dealt with the most life-changing, unrealistic thing, and they're all just, like, stewing in it. Like, John lost everything like, and uh, almost, like, completely disregarded his grandchildren. It's like soldiers after World it War is. II, like, when they're flying back or on the boat and they just 
looking at each other, not saying a word. But then, like, you know, Sam's looking... No, uh, Laura Dern's looking at Sam, and he's, like, with the kids, and she's like, that's, yeah, she's that's like, sick. We can probably bone now. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> we can have some of these. I do, do like this. that their relationship was never made explicit and just implied. <laughs> yeah, they, they never yeah. actually said, like... And, like, yeah. like, he says to Jeff Goldblum... Jeff Goldblum doesn't even say it. He's like, oh, is she... And he's like, yeah. And like, and that's the closest they get to even, like, labeling. I which I liked. Hey, quick quick observation here. Uh, I didn't see many other trailers in the beginning of the movie when they're in the Badlands. Uh, they kind of had a whole team and one singular camper. What was the sleeping situation? Um, everybody mark? knows that archaeologists are poly, so... I mean, yeah, that you could said be it's, a, it's a queer uh, movie. It's a fuck like, pile. That's what yeah, they do. I, can, uh, I guess there's no evidence for me to refute that. I so. think our leads are clearly embodying the petty bourgeoisie where they are sort of the lords of this particular Badlands manor. And oh. all the other workers doing the real grunt work, the digging and the cleaning and such, they, they just uh, suffer intense. <laughs> to, to, yeah, to the elements. Mm -hmm. But then that... that Snake bite fever. Like somebody's got a little bit of red, red fever over there. <laughs> Always. So, so, so if they're the wards of the Badlands, then the, the, the dino ward comes in, and it's like, oh, what happens when the superior is, uh, is sort of minimized and diminished? Wow, that's a really uh, interesting concept here. <laughs> <laughs> We're already like an hour and a half into this, so I don't yeah. know too far into that but no that's, uh, good this is what i'm clamoring for I... no dinosaur billionaires no masters <laughs> no archaeologists <laughs> no archaeologists no masters oh man well that's jurassic park i guess nothing to lose but your chance that's what there's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to lose but your giant dinosaur island <laughs> and a couple of lives ah, but whatever. honestly that's capitalism he can just throw lawyers at that island till it sticks sure sure <laughs> he'll get he, there and he tries a couple <laughs> Boy, of times he try oh uh, well i guess to follow some normal format we should Talk about what's between our derns real quick, if you want to do that. I mean, we're already oh, I got half nothing. in. Why not? I got nothing. Nothing? You got nothing? What's between your derns? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you don't listen to our show because sure. you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, it's... I listen to two podcasts, and that <laughs> takes up about mm, 12 hours a week. <laughs> so, they're long form. I don't have a lot of time. What's up? Um, our derns, between them, is anything we're watching, reading, media we're ingesting... You can talk about one thing, you can talk about two things. I'm, I'm real big on Dark Crystal right now. Nice. The show? Uh, well, I watched the movie for the first time, mm. despite the fact that I know I should have watched Dark Crystal a long time ago. I watched it and I said, this is ridiculous. I love this so much. It's very obviously puppetry, but it's very good puppetry. The story is not great. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar, the, the story of the Dark Crystal essentially boils down to, hey, these guys are bad. They have the crystal. Go find the shard. Go heal the crystal. Why? Because fuck you. Where do I go? This way. Where do I go after that? That way. And that's kind of how the movie plays out. Hmm. The show now expands upon that nonsense lore they set up. So that's great. Uh <laughs> What else? Uh, I've been reading Fight Club 2. Uh, is that is the graphic, graphic novel? Yep. I have not read Fight Club, but I've read the sequel. I, it's you bananas. You read the, the... Okay, well... What is I've, Fight Club 2? 
I've got the novel if you want it. I have it. I just... Okay. I think I found it and it was a graphic novel. And I was right. like, this is easy. I'll read it. Uh, a Oof. sequel to Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk. Uh, really? it's a graphic novel. Of and it's very like self-aware. Yeah. I don't know if you've gotten to yeah. some of that yet, but it's like he's in it a little bit. Well, the the the, the, the <laughs> it's just a race. The, the forward. Well, no, no, he pretty much is. Like, the, the, the the author's acknowledgement forward thing is talking about like Tyler Durden is this this and that. Tyler Durden is not the the alt right nonsense that has been so co-opted. When, when was this written? couple years ago there's actually cool. a third one now question mark Whoa. apparently it's time to holy moly yeah pump the brakes give me rant to <laughs> pally up the brakes okay <laughs> hang up the hat for a little while charles <laughs> uh yeah i think that's that's all that i've been really getting into well uh me and max recorded last week's episode about two days ago so i haven't done much i watched Coraline again last night that's a good movie. oh it's great yeah some good claymation like that stuff like the cat cat I'm, reminds me of my cat now i'm the dad at the computer yeah. that's my life always. that's john hodgman i love john hodgman oh, fun. john hodgman's a great guy i met i didn't meet him i almost met him once I was very close to him personally. You, you had his book? Question mark. Have his book? I do mark? have his two more recent, like um, autobiographical books. They're very yeah, good. I remember us. At the do you bar. ever want to borrow one? I would like to. I remember we were hanging out at the bar one time. And it was like, book. Book. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I will bring it over next time. But yeah, um, that's all we got to say officially. Anybody else have any racial epitaphs they want to go off on? Ooh. Tyler, Mike, Max. Nope. nope. No. Okay. Is this a trap? <laughs> Maybe. Nick. I'm not wearing a wire. Shut up. Hey, listeners. <laughs> I'm Tyler, also known as Plead the Filth. I do music. Look up Plead the Filth oh, um, yeah. on the internet. Plug your pluggables. Um, um, look up Hidden Pixel on YouTube. I make video game YouTube stuff. And Max and me do this, so we're not going to plug it. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, read The Conquest of Bread by Peter Kropotkin. I love you. Um, read... Oh, what am I reading right now? Read uh, The Man Who Mistook His Hat for a Wife. It's a cool look into how the brain works. Read uh, Patrick Rothfuss. He's a great uh, 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 fantasy novelist. Yeah, if you're a dork, read that. Wait, there's one more thing. This is the thing I couldn't think of yesterday, but I'm going to look it up really quick now. Uh, oh, God, now we got to fill space. Wait, no, no, no. Why do we keep singing the Star Wars theme? Where is it? Oh, wait, it? no, that's Indiana Jones. Oh, my God, I can't find it. I'm so embarrassed. There's a, a, a thing about the Indiana Jones theme song. Um, it keeps going up in intervals. Yeah, well, you have to... David Rakoff, that's the author that I really enjoy, that I told you about, and then you listen to the episode of NPR about him. Oh, Very yes. good. Read him. He has some very fun stories sure. about being sad. Yes, he does. Indiana Jones theme music keeps going upwards in intervals, and it's supposed to mimic... Uh, the, the swinging and furthering of progression and like this like hero complex that he didn't want the uh, music to go down at all because Indiana Jones is supposed to be very just like fucking building building, building. alright <laughs> right. bye guys alright love you Dern bye, bye.